how fun was Christmas as a kid? I mean, that's even an expression, right? Happier than a kid on Christmas or whatever. But man, once you become an adult, those responsibilities just start piling up. You got to start worrying about time off and how much time you're going to work and when the kids are in school and when they're out of school and how we're traveling here and what hotel we're staying at and do we need a flight and it gets expensive. And then you've got all the extra added stress of, oh, I got to hang this light and I got to put up this tree and then we got to wrap the presents. But most importantly, the financial stress of we got to buy all of these presents. Don't put Christmas on a credit card. Hurry to save with Conrad.com. We want to make sure that you hit 2022 the way you planned on ahead of the game. Don't go overspend and kick the can down the road and make it one of your new year's resolutions next year where you say, well, I guess this year I'm going to try to get out of debt and save money. Do it right now. All the experts are predicting that interest rates are going to rise next year. Don't take my word for it. Throw it in your Google machine, but here's what's happened in the last two years. All of a sudden your house is probably worth more than ever. Why not use some of your newfound equity to get the best interest rate you've ever had while we've still got them, get rid of your PMI that in and of itself might save you two or 300 bucks. And at the same time, get rid of all your credit card debt, just like that. If you can hear my voice and you're in a 30 year loan, if you've got a second mortgage, if you've got credit card debt, if you've got a car loan, you owe it to yourself to just get a quick quote right now at SaveWithConrad.com. Oh, and how's this for starters? Your single biggest bill, you know, your house payment, you won't have to make that in December or January. You're done until February 1st. You get a two month break from your single biggest bill right here during the holidays. That's going to get you the cash you need to not put Christmas on a credit card and that credit card debt, it'll be gone forever. Thanks to SaveWithConrad.com. Go read some of our five-star reviews all for yourself. Type this into your browser right now. C-O-N-R-A-D reviews.com conradreviews.com see what our actual customers are saying about the process and their experience it's almost five stars across the board and then hurry to savewithconrad.com get yourself a quick quote find out how much money you can save for free we're routinely helping our podcast listeners save five six seven even eight hundred bucks a month heck the other day we helped a guy save more than eleven hundred dollars a month i want to be clear he didn't save one thousand one hundred dollars one time He's saving it this month, next month, the month after that, all because he went to save with Conrad.com and you can do it too. You don't need perfect credit. You don't need money out of your pocket. And if we can't save you some money, we won't waste your time. But right here during the holidays, what are you waiting for? Make this the best Christmas ever. Let's be like kids on Christmas and not have the financial stress of worrying about what are we going to do? You're going to get out of debt faster and with cheaper monthly payments than you ever thought possible because you went to savewithconrad.com. NMLS number 65084, equal housing lender at savewithconrad.com. Hey, hey, it's Conrad Thompson, and you're listening to Arn 
And of course we couldn't do it without the creator of the spine buster, the founder of the four horsemen, the hall of famer himself, double a, the enforcer, Arn Anderson. Arn, how are you, man? Well, uh, the salty Arn Anderson's back. Oh, as, as you've noticed, can you see this shirt? Oh, I do see that old you know people are dangerous. There's a message in that. I mean, we really don't have a lot to lose, right? <laughs> we have overstayed our welcome for some of us. And as we know, we live in almost dog years when you're a wrestler. So let's, uh, let's go out with a bang and not a whimper. Well, uh, I feel like you do go out with bangs thanks to the old Glock, but that's a story for another day. Uh, we hope you guys enjoyed a very special Thanksgiving this past week. Hope everybody got their fill of Turkey. I know I got my fill of AEW the night before. I like that dynamite is always going to be the night before Thanksgiving and you're home away from home, Chicago. And we're picking up right where we left off here, July of 1986. And what do you know? We get started with the great American bash on July 1st in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania at veteran stadium. There's over 10,900 fans there. You're going to go on last. It'll be dusty and road warrior animal taking on Ole and Arn in a steel cage match. Of course, right before that, we had the best of seven series kicking off with Nikita and Magnum TA. Nikita is going to go up one, nothing. We also had the rock and rolls finally getting to uh, tag with baby doll to take on Jim Cornette and his midnight express. And who could forget flair and road warrior Hawk, which we teased last week, but you got this big concept, right? The great American bash. It's going to even have, you know, concerts from Joe Ely and Delbert McClinton. And we got 10,900 fans here. So it sounds like a lot of fans, but in veteran stadium, it doesn't look like it, but man, a stadium show. That's gotta be exciting. Are you nervous, anxious? What do you remember about this night? Yeah, all the above, you know, it's, uh, it is a big stadium and it, it made for a lot of empty space, but just being outdoors in that setting also made it big, you know, and it, it was just different and you felt like something was different about it and different means special. And I think the, uh, you know, the people of Philadelphia felt the same way. And it was just, uh, it was a great time man. it really was a great time. I want to mention that, uh, the, the bash is going to continue the next day, another stadium show this time in Washington, DC, same concert performance, but RFK stadium. And here you're in an Indian strap match against Wahoo McDaniel. But unfortunately there's only 6,300 fans there. Were you guys after two nights of this, where you're in a stadium show and really it could have just been an arena show. Were you second guessing the concept Were you worried about your payoffs? What's the chatter amongst the boys? No. And we weren't thinking, you know, that far ahead. It was just, uh, it was just, that, like I said, the ambiance was different and it was different than doing house shows and the same old thing, just being outdoors and having the entertainment and all that stuff surrounding the show it felt different and you weren't sitting there doing the math. Well, God, I wonder what the rent was in those days, Conrad, you know, today we sit here and wonder, was that a good business decision, man, when you're a wrestler and you're in your twenties and you're traveling the country, 
to a different stadium where all the history of the teams had played in those stadiums before you. It was a very real thing. We're looking at locker rooms and look at the stadium and remembering games that had taken place there. You just felt like you were part of something special. Today's episode is brought to you by Geico. Do you own or rent your home? Sure you do. And I bet it can be hard work, but you know what's easy? Bundling policies with Geico. Geico makes it easy to bundle your homeowner's insurance or renter's insurance along with your auto policy. It's a good thing too, because you already have so much to do around the house. Go to Geico.com, get a quote and see how much you could save. It's Geico easy. Visit Geico.com today. That's Geico.com. And we thank them for sponsoring today's podcast. I hate Steven Singer. With all the shipping delays and fulfillment issues expected for holidays, Christmas shopping has come earlier than ever. Luckily, Steven is giving every other jeweler out there another reason to hate him. Steven Singer Jewelers has the number one gift this holiday, diamond stud earrings. And Steven is fully stocked with the most beautiful, best value, real diamond studs anywhere. Choose a great pair of Anita diamond stud earrings for under $270. Sound familiar? Well, that's because it's the same price last year. He's not jacking up prices like everyone else. Just the perfect price every single day. No sales, no discounts, no BS. Steven's real diamond studs are flawless to the eye, near colorless, and come with his famous full value lifetime trade-in guarantee. You can trade up your diamond studs anytime and receive exactly what you paid towards a new pair. And with an unbeatable full 100 day, 100% money back guarantee, making it no risk for shopping early for holiday. Go now to IHateStevenSinger.com, always with fast and free shipping. Steven Singer Jewelers, one place, one price. That's IHateStevenSinger.com. It was special, no doubt about it. Um, and again, you're, you're in here with guys that you've looked up to your whole life. You know, the, the first bass show in Philly, you're, you're teaming with Ole, you're taking on dusty and road warrior animal. The next day you're in an Indian strap match with Wahoo McDaniel. I mean, the little kid in you has got to be like pinching yourself. I can't believe this is happening. I'm wrestling in a stadium against Wahoo. I was fans of all these guys yeah you know and it was never lost on me just what a blessed situation i had been put in it really wasn't you know every single day i would whether i was in the ring and they came out next or vice versa i looked at them for who they were they were superstars and they were incredible athletes and what they had meant to the business prior to me getting in made everything that i was able to do possible and you always have to go back and think of the ones that came before you and provided, you know, the opportunity for you to even be in the business and much less the top, top guys like Wahoo and Dusty and all those guys, Ric Flair being around all those guys, man, it was a humbling experience. It really was Ole Anderson. Good God. And we're not done the next day, July 4th. That's right. A 4th of July show. Waylon Jennings is going to join you guys in Memphis, Tennessee at the Liberty bowl. And, uh, you'll be in there with Ricky and Robert taking on yourself and Ole. I'll go to a draw, but there's only 1900 fans there. What do you remember about being in Memphis here? I think probably my, uh, self-preservation memory kicked in 
because I can't remember that one. But if it was that few of people, that would have been a huge financial, I think, what loss, right? Had to be. I don't know what the rent was on on those those stadiums, but God Almighty, nineteen hundred people. That was, you know, in those days, and probably still today to a degree. That's Jerry Lawler country, you know, and that's Memphis, Tennessee, and their own territory and all that stuff. And uh, they were used to having wrestling all the time. Why that house was not better than that? I wish I had the answer. It's, uh, you're starting to see a pattern here where it's a great idea, you know, getting all these folks together, but you have to wonder after running three stadium shows, is this the right call? 10,900 in Philadelphia, only 6,300 in Washington, uh, a really disappointing 1900 in Memphis, but guess what? We're not done the next day. We're going home July 5th. We're going to have Waylon Jennings. And a performance by a skydiving team. Join us in Charlotte, North Carolina for 23,000 folks. I believe this is the biggest show in the history of Jim Crockett promotions and going on last in the main event is Ric Flair and Ricky Morton in a steel cage match. This is the show where Flair would arrive by helicopter. And this to me is just incredible when you think about it. You know, I, for years, people would say, oh, Jim Crockett would have never went out of business if he just stayed east of the Mississippi or some such. But my goodness, when you're in your backyard where you guys are branded, you're a part of the, the local fabric of the town or the community, 23,000 people. Wow. And uh, you're in here teaming with Holy. Y'all are going to take on Sam Houston and Nelson Royal, who were trying to form a tag team here in 86. Of course, the Andersons get the win. What do you remember about this very special Great American Bash from Charlotte? Well, <clears throat> the ego in me tells me, damn, we should have had a better spot on that card. Yeah. But the real me that was there that day was just glad to be part of it because it was such a huge event. And, uh, I think differently now, looking back, you know, we all think a little more of ourselves than we should sometimes, but, uh, you know, wrestling those guys, that would have probably been a first or second match of the night. The reality is I probably got a cold beer and watched the rest of the show and I was able to enjoy it and actually watch it and take it all in. And it was, you know, helicopter and ends pretty, pretty cool way to enter a, uh, an arena, you know, that, that was cool. Even for Ric Flair, that was, that was a big deal. And, uh, you just felt how big those stadium shows could be. And I think that that set the precedent kind of, you know, wiped out the previous couple that didn't draw so well. And it was like a fresh new start. Yeah. It feels that way, you know, to go from 1900, one day to 23,000, the next, it's really something else. But then it's time to get back to business. We have a matinee show in Asheville, North Carolina. The road warriors are going to take on Arn and Tully. It goes to a double DQ. And then on the sixth, we're doing a TV taping in Raleigh at the Dorton arena. Uh, and of course you're going to be on the car doing some promos, but you're even out there last. It's going to be uh, dusty Ricky and Robert taking on Rick Ole and Arn in a bunkhouse match. Morton's still wearing the protective face mask for the match. You're going to start bleeding very early on. 
and they only air the first three minutes of the match before we got to go. Uh, what do you remember about, uh, Ricky Morton wearing the face protector? Any fun memories or stories of that? Yeah. I remember that, uh, you know, it reminded the people how much they cared for Ricky and what an injustice had been done to Ricky. And, uh, we would be rocking and rolling in the match and Ricky would be kicking our ass and whoever it was when the time was right. And, and in those days, Conrad, you would, you would ask somebody, well, how do you know where the time was right? you just new. We would pop that thing off and punch him in the nose and he would go down like he was shot with a spear gun and buddy, the shit was on. You better look for the grandmothers with the canes to come over the rail. The kids would start throwing everything they could get their hands on. It was just a moment in time of every match when one of us would pop that nose protector off. And uh, it just made, made the match so easy, so simple. The story was so easy. Let's uh, keep it going. You're going to do uh, a show in Rocky Mount, North Carolina on July 7th. You'll be working again in a six man with uh, Ole and Rick against Ricky and Robert and Dusty. Another TV taping, this time for Pro. It'll be Ole and Arn taking on Mark Fleming and Gene Ligon. There's a dark match afterwards, which is Dusty, Magnum, Ricky, and Robert taking on the Four Horsemen. That had to be something else, man. Do you remember that dark match by chance? Dusty. What town? What town was that? This is in Spartanburg, South Carolina. All the horsemen on one side, uh, Ricky and Robert, Dusty and Magnum on the other. Woof. They had to be hot for that. Oh my God. Spartanburg. That's, that's probably the biggest match Spartanburg had ever had. And don't you think I, I would think so. And it's sold out. God almighty, which, you know, they advertised the dark match. Yeah. That was, that was what sold the house when it was, you know, not just the product selling out, you know, you'd have a dark match that had some interest in it. And I would say that had some interest in it. Good Lord. I don't remember it, but I can only imagine because that building was, was hot. Good Lord. I mean, if it had air conditioning, it didn't get the job done. And man, we would have had a hell of a sweat rolling all of us in there busting our ass. That would have been a great night for sure. It sounds it, uh, the next day it's time for another event and a stadium Cincinnati at the riverfront stadium, only 3,900 here, but you're going on last it's dusty and road warrior Hawk taking on Ole and Arn. It's a steel cage match. Dusty pins you George Jones was doing the concert that night. Listen, this seems a little silly, but you grew up listening to a lot of these, uh, musicians who were here and they're clearly very big stars in the country music genre. Do you have any fun memories of, 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 uh, interactions with any of these guys like George Jones or what have you? No disrespect to any of these, the country guys that were, you know, and that were performing at these shows at that time. Again, 20 something, whatever I was, man, I was a Led Zeppelin freak. Yeah. I was a Molly hatchet freak. I was a Motown freak country music at that time did not grab me. I enjoy it today, but, uh, you know, I knew those guys were big stars in their own genre. And, and a lot of the boys were, you know, love country music. For me, my tastes were just different at that time. 
Are you feeling frustrated after getting rejected for a credit card or a personal loan? It happens way too often. And that's why Credit Karma is changing the way people find and apply for cards and loans. Whether you're refinancing credit card debt or paying for an upcoming expense, Credit Karma uses your credit data to show you fresh personal loan offers that are personalized for you. On Credit Karma, you can check out multiple loan offers side by side. Members who compare loan offers on Credit Karma save on average 30% on interest rates. It's completely free and easy to sign up for a Credit Karma account with no effect on your credit score. They make it simple to search for the right personal loan for you. Credit Karma will even show you your approval odds. So you can choose offers that you're more likely to get approved for and apply with more confidence. And once you have a loan, Credit Karma can help you track your progress as you pay off your debt and even let you know if you can refinance and save. Credit Karma, apply with more confidence today. Are you ready to apply? Head to creditkarma.com forward slash loan offers to see personalized offers with your approval odds right now. Go to creditkarma.com forward slash loan offers to find the right loan for you. That's creditkarma.com forward slash loan offers. Go to creditkarma.com forward slash loan offers to find the loan for you. That's creditkarma.com forward slash loan offers. Remember how easy it was in your twenties. You had so much energy. You could get away with the late night drive throughs. You could even pinch a uh, trouser tent at a moment's notice. Well, that's because you had plenty of testosterone and it's time to get it back. You could get testosterone injections, but that involves awkward doctor visits, expensive medical bills, and the worst part, once you opt for artificial testosterone, you will suppress your body's ability to naturally produce it even more. But isn't that the problem in the first place? Before considering that pharmaceutical option, there are ways you can naturally raise your testosterone. And one of the easiest ways is by using legacy test stack from legacy sports nutrition. Test X nine has nine key ingredients clinically proven to support natural testosterone production and T assist is designed to supercharge T boosting effects with added anti-estrogen compounds. Nick Aldis, the founder of legacy sports nutrition has been blown away by the feedback that customers have sent in after using the ultimate test stack. Guys are feeling stronger in the gym. They have more energy and guys in their late thirties have reported morning wood for the first time in years. One even reported becoming a father after four years of trying, no matter what you do, if you're a guy having optimum testosterone levels is the key to looking, feeling and performing better. Try the ultimate test stack today and they're confident you'll love the results. Just go to LegacySups.com. That's LegacySups.com, L-E-G-A-C-Y-S-U-P-P-S.com. And the promo code is ARN to save 10% off your entire order. That's LegacySups.com, L-E-G-A-C-Y-S-U-P-P-S.com. And the promo code is ARN to save 10% off your entire order that's LegacySupps.com, and the promo code ARN will save you 10% off your entire order. And we thank Mr. Aldous for sponsoring today's podcast. Uh, do you remember uh, anybody having a particularly inter interesting interaction with any of these guys? Uh, it just feels like with some of these bigger personalities, whether it's Waylon Jennings or it's George Jones, there, I mean, George Jones had a reputation. He was nicknamed No Show Jones. And, uh, some of these guys like to uh, party a little bit and well, occasionally wrestlers will do the same. 
any interesting memories of anybody with any of these guys? Well, I think big dust and Magnum, you know, those guys were friends of dusty's pretty much. I'm sure everybody that was booked was friends with dusty and those guys were doing the after hours. They were all partying, you know, at the, if we were staying over in that town, I'm sure. I think they they stayed at the arena a couple of nights, you know, and partied right there in the arena, just, you know, drinking heavy. You know, I'm sure that somebody snuck off and had a puff of some herbal essence, you know, who knows? <laughs> uh, but, yeah, I mean, those guys were friends of, of Dusty and Magnums, and, and I think Ricky and Robert were, you know, having some cold beers with these guys as well. Uh they weren't there just to perform, you know, uh, uh, but I think the party was afterwards, obviously. Sometimes I, I remember faintly, we were in those days, we protected the business. Kayfabe was prevalent. We would not be partying with those guys. That's for sure. And all the entertainment was there, basically friends of the baby faces. So on the 10th, you're in Charleston, West Virginia, uh, Waylon Jennings and Jesse Coulter are going to be there. It's going to be Ole and Arn taking on Don Carnoodle and the Italian stallion on the 11th. You're at the civic center in Roanoke. David Allen Coe has a performance here. Uh, you and Ole will take on Hector Guerrero and Denny Brown. And then on the 12th, there's 10,000 fans here in Jacksonville at the Gator bowl. Once again, it's with Waylon Jennings and Jesse Coulter. This time you're in singles action with Magnum TA. And he's going to defeat you here. So fun little moment. Uh, you, you get a, a stadium show wrestling Magnum. What do you remember of this? Well, you know, when I go back and I hear you're, you're running chronologically through, through these months and years, I didn't wrestle Magnum that much in a singles, right? This, this would have been a treat because the guy was over, you know, people loved him. He was really building you could see he was heading towards stardom superstardom and uh he was also stiff as he could possibly be in those days he would knock your head off uh and uh which was fine in those days who cared like i said you're young worry about you know hot bath 12 pack i'll be fine tomorrow but he was uh it was one of the rare occasions i had especially in that, that setting, uh, that would have been a great night for me. It seems it, um, we also, so that is the weekend. So the, um, we've got a, a promo that we can air from July 12th. Uh, this is with the horseman. Let's take a listen here. We're knee deep in the great American bash tour here. July 12th, 1986. Ole and Arn Anderson, Tully Blanchard, James J. Dillon, Nature Boy, Ric Flair. And you know, guys, I was just thinking, how awesome would it be if all four of you were in the ring at the same time? It's sort of an eight-man tag team type of thing, huh? Well, I'll tell you what, they'd have to put up some pretty heavy money because I can't imagine four people getting in the ring against the four horse. I can't imagine eight guys getting in against us. I can't imagine anybody in their right mind getting in against us. But I can't imagine this. I can imagine that sometime during 86, Dusty Rhodes is going to take his tights all of his wrestling gear and put it outside the door of one of these buildings around the country with a sign on it that says, I quit. Roads one way or another, we're going to get rid of you. And it's going to take place this year. Mark on it. You know, guys, being part of the Four Horsemen, everywhere you go all over the country, the people say, the horsemen are coming. 
and all the women go crazy. But you know, you start talking about the people we've done in. You go talk to Dusty Rhodes and ask him about his leg. You go ask Ronnie Garvin about his hand. You go ask the road warriors who dropped him right on top of their heads and left them laying. And the list goes on. So what four men are capable of getting in the ring with the four horsemen? Huh? You answer well, What do you think, Arn? Cornette, when these bashes started, I told you, we had the gold to begin with. When the bashes are over, we will continue to have it. Gentlemen, anybody out there watching, we're a unit. The four horsemen are not four individuals. And last but not least, I don't want to say I told you so. I don't want to blow our own horn. But toot, toot, we are still recipients and owners of all the trophies. We make it happen in professional wrestling. Tell them, champ. You see, Jim Cornette, in the case of the Four Horsemen, you have got brains, you have got wealth, you have a tremendous amount of brawn, and ladies, let me assure you, there's not a gelding in the bunch. We are the studs in professional wrestling. We are the men that get it done. And we tell you we're going to be somewhere, and we're going to beat somebody up. Then you know what? Put it in the bank, because we'll be there, and we're going to beat somebody up. Let's go back to the ring. I like the little tease for the big uh, uh, eight-man tag, but that was another great promo, man, and he slipped in your toot-toot line again. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, it's... Uh, when you had different TVs and you had syndicated and then you had, you know, the TBS show and all that, you, for people that didn't get cable and all that, and, you know, some of the people that didn't watch syndicated, you tried to cover the stuff that you thought worked on all the different uh, platforms. That would be the reason that would come up more than one time, just to make sure everybody heard it. That's a great line. Boy, fall is here and boy, we could use a stiff breeze. All right. You know, the deal, this episode sponsored by blue chew guys, confidence can take you far in life. It can also help in the bedroom, especially when it comes time to step up to the plate. And that's where blue chew comes in. Blue chew is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as both Viagra and Cialis, but in chewable tablets and at a fraction of the cost. You can take them anytime, day or night, so you can plan ahead or be ready whenever an opportunity arises. Now, the process is simple. You sign up at bluechew.com, you consult with one of their licensed medical providers, and once you're approved, you'll receive your prescription within days. Now, here's the best part. It's all done online, so there's no visits to the doctor's office, no awkward conversations, and no waiting in line with the pharmacy. Bluechew's tablets are made in the USA, prepared and shipped direct to your door, all in a discreet package. And by the way, it's time to get off the couch and get back to work. So if your tool needs an upgrade, head to bluechew.com. Serious business. If you could benefit from extra confidence when it's time to perform, bluechew can help. And we've got a special deal for our listeners. Try bluechew free when you use our promo code ARN at checkout. Just pay $5 shipping. That's bluechew.com. The promo code is ARN to receive your first month free. Visit bluechew.com for more details and important safety information. And we thank bluechew for sponsoring today's podcast. Guys, I just turned 40 this past summer and I'm feeling better than ever. And primarily it's because of chili sleep for years and years. I was getting about six hours of sleep a night and I thought that was pretty good. I was cranking down the AC. I had those blackout shades. I throw a little strip on my nose and well, I would toss and turn and get up to pee a few times and uh, I would fidget with the covers because I couldn't really keep my temperature regulated, but Hey, I was doing pretty good. So I thought. 
until I was introduced to Chili Sleep, and I gotta admit, I was a little skeptical of this. Let me explain what Chili Sleep does. They make customizable climate-controlled sleep solutions that help you improve your entire well-being. Now, the climate control part, well, that made sense because, as I mentioned, I was cranking down the AC. I knew that I slept better when the room was cold. You probably know that too. But here's what you don't know: you don't need to cool off your whole doggone house. You need your bed to be cool. Now, Chili Sleep makes the Uller and the Cube Sleep System. These are hydro-powered, temperature-controlled mattress toppers that fit over your existing mattress to provide you your ideal sleep temperature. These luxury mattress pads keep your bed the perfect temperature for deep sleep, whether you sleep hot or cold. These sleep systems are designed to help you fall asleep, stay asleep, and give you the confidence and energy to power through your day. Imagine waking up and not feeling tired. Chili Sleep can make that happen. For an extra layer of comfort, they also make the Chili Blanket the only weighted blanket that can also be paired with a control unit for the ultimate sweat-free sleep. It's been a game changer at my house and you're going to love it, but you got to just see what it does. Just the visualization will make all the sense in the world. Stop what you're doing and head over to chilisleep.com forward slash Arn to learn more and check out a special offer available exclusively for Arn listeners and only for a limited time. That's chili, C-H-I-L-I, sleep.com slash Arn to take advantage of our exclusive discount and wake up refreshed every day. Uh, July uh, 13th, uh, you guys have a, a show here at a stadium during a Cleveland Indians game. So it's Ron Garvin and Sam Houston taking on you and Crusher Khrushchev, which is kind of random to say the least. What do you remember about being in Cleveland and having a match around an Indians game? God, I don't, you know what? I don't have any memory of that at all. That's a weird, was it before the game? I, I'd have or, to defer to you. I, I, you know what? I hate to sound ignorant and not have a recollection, but on that one, I got no recollection of that. I know me and Darso as partners was really a, really a strange deal. Yeah. It seems really weird that that would have happened that way, but yeah. Do you have any, yeah. I mean, and if it was, I venture to say that if it was during a baseball game and all that stuff, was it, was it billed as a bash or just a show? I can't imagine it's a bash because here's the card barbarian versus Todd champion Garvin and Houston against Anderson and Khrushchev valiant versus, uh, the Baron, uh, the Russians, Ivan and Nikita against the rock and roll express. And then Don Carnoodle and black Bart went on last. So that to me feels like maybe it was a sold show type of deal. Bingo. I was fixing to say that that would have been a bought show is just part of the festivities for the baseball game. With that lineup, you could just tell because there were a lot of names missing. Yes. Well, with with no flair, with no dusty, with no Magnum, it feels like they're like, well, we got to send a horseman and you drew the, the short straw, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. You know what? I was just in those days, book me every single day, you know, things are going good. Things were happening in my life that I never thought possible. So go to Cleveland for the baseball game. Shit. Yeah. Why not? Next up a TV taping in Gaffney. This is at the limestone college and, uh, we got 2000 folks here, but that's a sellout. So it'll be Oli and Arn, uh, taking on Mike Samani and, uh, Randy Mulkey. And then, uh, Columbia, South Carolina, we got a sellout on July 17th. It's a TV taping. And here we would see 
Ricky and Robert take on Ole and Arn. They go to a 30 minute time limit draw and the bell rings when Gibson has you in a sleeper and Morton's applying the same hold on Ole to prevent him from interfering. What do you remember about these type of scenarios where the fans think, oh, the baby faces have a submission on the heel and the bell rings, they must've given up or passed out or what have you, but all, what do you know? It was a time limit draw. They didn't get the win. Well, there wasn't a disappointment if you had the ring announcer count 30 seconds left, 15 seconds left. Oh, there's the sleeper. Five, four, you're swimming and you're fighting and you're trying to get out, but you're getting weaker. Three, okay, is your time going to run out before they get them to put them to sleep or whether it's a, you know, some other submission figure four, is he going to tap out? And that drama of the countdown made it or didn't. And ding, 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 ding. Down you go. They're hoping that uh, it was that because you were out. But it turned out time limit ran out. And I, and I think they were disappointed, but not really, because they laid the two heels and the baby faces were on their feet. So they still felt good about it. July 18th, we've got another uh, concert from David Allen Co. here in Richmond, Virginia. Uh, we would see Ricky and Robert take Ole and Arn to a draw. July 19th, we're in Baltimore at the arena. 8,500 fans are there and going on last. Check this lineup out. Ricky, Robert, and Dusty Rhodes taking on Ole, Arn, and Ric Flair. It's an elimination match that goes 18 minutes. We would see Ole pin Gibson. Morton would pin Ole. Flair and Morton both be counted out. And then at the 17 minute market or minute mark, it comes down to Hugh and dusty. I don't think a lot of people would have called that, that it comes down to you two guys. Ultimately dusty gets his hand raised with a cradle. Do you remember this night? Yeah. And you know, if you think about it, that was one night where you didn't have to have, you know, you didn't have to beat Rick. Right. That's right. And I think I had enough stock, you know, that it was still, a good win for dusty to beat me. And it was like you said, no one thought that that would go down like that. You know, 8,500 in that arena, Baltimore has always been a great wrestling town. They're, they're loud. Yes. Raw raucous wrestling fans, vintage wrestling fans. And we've already always appreciated them and appreciated going to Baltimore and the way they supported us. And, uh, yeah, that was, that was a big match on a big night and it, with a little swerve there at the end and they got a clean finish and, uh, everybody was happy. Let's, uh, let's talk about, uh, some things that were happening on TV that weekend on the 19th, we've got Arn and Ole who, uh, have a, a few words to say here on July 19th, 1986. Four horsemen, Ole and Arn Anderson and, and Arn, I know what it's like to have to put up with these rock and roll express punks running around trying to get in the ring with you. I wish you all the luck in the world, and so did the Midnight Express. Well, Jimmy, first of all, you're doing a fine job being objective out here. Thank you And as quality athletes, we appreciate it. But what I got to say about you, Rock and Roll Express, I can only call a spade a spade. You're one of the finest teams that's ever come down the pike in any form or any sense of tag team wrestling. Speed, quickness, intelligence, versatility. You've got all the qualities. You deserve to be exactly where you are and in a position to be number one contender for the World Tag Team Champion. 
But the one thing you got to remember, you're two individuals. Yeah, you're buddies. We're talking family. We're talking two of the four horsemen. When we defend this, we defend Flair's belt. We defend Tully's. We defend it as a unit. We're all one unit. Just remember that, rock and roll. We're all one family. You're two individuals. I tell you what's wrong. I listen to Dusty Rhodes out here talking about he's the only one, he and Flair. What, do you got a towel over your head? It's talk like that that gives the rock and roll express some ideas. Ideas that they wouldn't have if you didn't have your mouth flapping, Rhodes. You go ahead and tell everybody how great you are. They think they're right behind you, just as great. I'll tell you this, they aren't. There's no way. And when you talk about somebody that's not in anybody else's class, we're so far above all of you that you ought to wake up. You're going to wake up because when we get down to your rock and roll express, we're going to make sure you're true, right? Let's go to the ring. My goodness, do I love talking about our friends at Fairway. The Fairway Meat Department has always been considered the backbone of their operation. What customers can expect from Fairway Meat Market? Well, it's still cut by the Fairway Butchers to ensure the best possible quality. It's the same quality they promise at the counter, but now it's delivered to your home nationwide. This has been a game changer for my household, and my wife can tell the difference, boy. Now, here in Alabama, I didn't know that Fairway was a family-owned grocery store chain. I didn't know they were a top 10 employer in Iowa. I didn't know they'd been in business since 1938. I didn't know that they had over 12,000 employees. But what I do know is they service the entire United States. And boy, I tell you what, it has set our grill on fire. It's been a home run, at least in my household. And listen, we've tried every single meat delivery service. I'm telling you, Mrs. Thompson knows the fairway difference for us. It's all about the steak. We can't get enough cuts of steak. Uh, it's a regular part of our diet, but the Duroc pork chop, that was something that I was totally unfamiliar with. And now we're hooked by the way, fairway meat markets, quality meat comes straight from America's heartland. We're talking premium beef, including choice prime and 100% full blooded Wagyu and all natural certified Duroc pork. Mm -mm -mm. It's raised by family farmers and sourced straight out of corn country, baby, giving you access to the highest quality meat in America. By the way, each and every cut, as we said, is done by their highly experienced team of butchers. They're going to make sure you get the same great quality every single time. And if you're familiar with fairway meat, then you know that at the counter, it's hard to beat. And now it can come straight to you. You see, people love the wide selection of products that fairway offers from ribs to ribeyes, from pork chops and beef tenderloin. They have every style and every cut that your kitchen can handle. And here's how it works. You visit fairwaymeatmarket.com. That's F A R E W A Y meatmarket.com. Select your favorite meat products and then just stand by that grill, baby. Get the gift this holiday season that your friends and family won't forget. And this week, our listeners can get the Butcher's Holiday Collection valued at 275 bucks for only $169.99 plus shipping when you enter our special promo code ARN at checkout. I know what you're thinking. Well, what's in the Butcher's Holiday Collection package? Check this out. Two 12-ounce USDA Choice Ribeye Steaks. Two 8-ounce USDA Choice Filet Mignons. Two 8-ounce USDA Choice Sirloin Filets. Four 8-ounce 100% full-blooded Wagyu patties. Six 8-ounce certified Duroc boneless pork chops. And two pounds of private-labeled bacon. That's more than $100 off the best meat in America this holiday season, plus free shipping nationwide. 
That's fairwaymeatmarket.com. The promo code is ARN and look for the Butcher's Holiday Collection. The code gives you a free shipping opportunity site-wide, not just on the select package, but I recommend you check out the Butcher's Holiday Collection. Again, it's $275 worth of value, only $169.99 plus free shipping. Just enter our promo code ARN at fairwaymeatmarket.com. That's F-A-R-E. W a Y meatmarket.com and the promo code is ARN. Boy, when Ollie was fired up, there ain't nothing better, is there? No, no credibility all the way. You know, we failed to when we're talking about Baltimore, we failed to plug Sabatinos. <laughs> well, these days I plug uh, Jimmy's famous seafood, but I know you guys had a lot of fun back in the day at Sabatinos. There's some pretty legendary stories about birthday candles and all kinds of stuff. Do you have a family friendly story you can share with us about the good old days? Yeah. The birthday candles, not family friendly. No, not at all. Yeah. Just the food, man. We just look forward to that. You know, that was one of those, those nights they stayed open till like three o'clock in the morning. So if you're on last and most of the time we're either running in or we were on last or whatever. And sometimes you wouldn't get out of the building to 1130 something like that. It's hard to find a good meal. Those guys would stay open for us. And man, the cloves of garlic that they put in all their dishes was awesome. I mean, it was as big as your thumbnail, just chunks of it. And, uh, we always look forward to eating there and could eat late. You would pay for it the next day. You know, there was a dish called Frav Diablo that was loaded the uh, garlic bread loaded clams casino was off the hook. I mean, it was just phenomenal. And, um, we always look forward to eating there and they were always gracious to us. I can't believe it or not. I haven't ate at Jimmy seafood yet. The next time I am in Baltimore, I'm going to make a point of going there. Everybody raves about the food. You know what? I think I said this before I'm sending a text right now. We're going to make that happen. You're going to have some, uh, some crab cakes before you know it. The best in the world. Jimmy's famous seafood. Uh, let's hear another promo from that same weekend, July 19th, 1986. This is Arn and Ole telling you how life is. I'm here at ringside with Ole and Arn Anderson. And guys, you know, Arn, you're embroiled in a match with the Rock and Roll Express trying to prove who's the number one contender for the tag team title. And I got to say this, I recognize your ability. You deserve to be in contention for the world tag team title. The Rock and Roll Express doesn't. Well, Jimmy, thank you very much. But when you're trying to determine a number one contender for anything to do with tag team wrestling and your name's Anderson, you're the Minnesota Wrecking Crew, it's automatically understood you are the number one contender. So we've established that going in. But what we're talking about is the last bash, Fulton County Stadium. On the 2nd, August 2nd, we're talking a bunkhouse match, which means anything goes, Rock and Roll Express. That means the Andersons can do, if we want to take our cowboy boot, take this heel, grind it in your forehead, look around out back somewhere, find a piece of lead pipe, use it on the back of your head, that's what we can do. Just remember one thing, Rock and Roll Express, the four horsemen do what they want to do without the NWA's consent. This time they've gave us our consent, so what that means, you give us a license to steal, that's exactly what we're going to do, is steal. 
Only like I told Arn, the Andersons are legends in tag team wrestling. If anybody deserves to be up there in contention, it's you guys. No, no, we don't deserve to be in contention. We deserve to be the champions. And I'll tell you what, we're looking at that number one contention as a first step. And I want you to take a look at the second step. Bunkhouse match. How stupid can the rock and roll people be? I tell you, Robert Gibson and that Ricky Morton, they must they, they had a lobotomy or something because they've gone into a match where there are no rules. And the Andersons might cheat. Well, of course we're gonna cheat. Here, you don't call it cheating, though. You call it a bunkhouse match. Anything goes. Gibson, Morton, you better have your insurance paid up, have an ambulance sitting out there. We're just dead serious, and you just might end up part of that in Fulton County Stadium. Let's go to the ring. So there you go. Uh, teasing a bunkhouse match. You've got a cowboy boot in your hand. All he's got, I don't know, like a metal rod that looks like it was a lift, but it also had a wheel on it. And he's wearing a, a classic shirt that I love when, you know, occasionally it looks like a lot of the guys would just make their own shirt back when iron on letters were a big deal. Evil, mean, and nasty. Last month we saw him wear a damn, I am good shirt. I, I didn't think that was really in Oli's personality, but it worked. You tell him. I don't he, think I I'm going to be doing that. Yeah. He, uh, he could wear a pretty lame shirt and everybody was afraid to insult him about it. He's one of the guys who could get away with that. Damn. I am good. I thought it was kind of, I used to chuckle every time I would see that. Uh, I, I have a, a knockoff of that shirt that I got from box but evil, mean, and nasty. That's a, that's a pretty fun little shirt for a heel. I could get with that. Yeah, that's accurate. Yeah, for sure. The, uh, the props, do you remember is only just looking around back and thinking, what can I grab here? <laughs> because uh, I'm sure, I'm sure a mop <laughs> would have been a consideration I mean, whatever. I wish I could have saw that promo and saw what he had in his hand. I'm sure it was just some random something. Literally. It's a stick. It's like a metal bar. It looks like it was a part of a dolly or something. And it's got a wheel on the end, but also it looks like a thing where you could jack it up and you have a cowboy boot and you're just hitting the heel in your hand and then whack it just to let everybody know, Hey, this is serious business. Good stuff. He's in a bunkhouse match. Guys, let's get serious for a second here and talk about a medical condition that might be a bit stigmatized or misunderstood in our society, low testosterone. Did you know that millions of men in the U.S. suffer from low testosterone and that number is only increasing? In fact, our father's generations had more testosterone than we do today and the scientific community is starting to believe that environmental factors are a cause of this. Are you always tired? Having trouble gaining muscle mass? Lacking focus and stamina, your testosterone might be to blame. Here's the thing. Testosterone is so much more than just a sex hormone and optimizing your levels can not only lead to a better libido, but also impact your energy, body composition, and overall mood. In fact, the single largest complaint their customers make is to have more energy so they can feel like themselves and take care of their responsibilities. The great news is that our sponsor Hone Health is here to help. Hone is the fastest growing men's health clinic in the country and makes it easy to get testing and treatment from the comfort of home using real physicians, real science, and real FDA approved methods of treatment. All you have to do is complete your at home assessment. And once the results are ready, you'll video chat with a licensed physician to go over the results and discuss treatment options customized for your specific needs. Your doctor approved medication gets delivered to your door every month, like clockwork. 
and they check in with you every 90 days. Hone has helped tens of thousands of men all across the United States. Although I'm no medical expert, Hone Health is, and they'll be there with you every step of the way. For a limited time, listeners of our show can get the at-home assessment and a video chat with a licensed physician for only $45. Don't wait any longer. Head over to their website using our special link at honehealth.com forward slash ARN to claim your offer. That's H-O-N-E-H-E-A-L-T-H dot com forward slash ARN. Honehealth.com forward slash ARN. You're going to be doing another TV taping on July 22nd. This time in Greenwood, South Carolina, uh, you've got double duty here because, uh, the last match is a uh, Tully, Arn and Ole taking on Hector Guerrero, Rocky King and Denny Brown. And then we go right into our dark match, which is Ole and Arn against the rock and roll express, uh, Johnson city, Tennessee at freedom hall would have 6,000 fans and a concert from David Allen co the next day on the 23rd on the 25th. You're at the Norfolk scope. David Allen co is going to be doing his thing. And, uh, what do you know? It's dusty and the road warriors taking on Tully, Arn, and Ole. Uh, what do you remember about this? This has got to be a highlight for you taking on the road warriors who were, uh, well, a little rough around the edges at times, dusty roads, one of your heroes as a kid, and you're teaming with one of your best friends, Tully Blanchard and a guy you really look up to Ole Anderson in the main event at the scope. It's a big time deal. It was one of those nights. Well, first of all, the scope is a military town and, uh, groups of our sailors and Marines and stuff. would come down to the, to the matches, a lot of military guys in groups of, you know, three to six and drinking those draft beers. So they were rowdy and they did not like us, uh, to be standing in that ring when that road warrior music hits and see that door fly open and dusty painted up with road warrior paint too. coming to the ring was uh pretty intimidating. I gotta be honest with you. Gave me cold chills. And, uh, needless to say, by the time they got to the ring, they were met with a empty, empty ring because we were on the floor. Didn't want any of that at that point. And it was great for the fans. It was a visual thing. And, a lot, lot of intensity on those guys, especially following the angle that we did on TV. It was just, it made for an easy night. Um, the three of them pretty much kicked the shit out of the three of us. That's the way it went down. The uh, 26th, it's a 16,000 person sellout at the Coliseum in Greensboro. Uh, David Allen Coe is going to do a concert here. And, uh, there's a hell of a match with Ricky and Robert taking on Ole and Arn. They go to a 20 minute time limit draw. Gibson's got Arn in the sleeper when the bell rings. And afterwards, Gibson makes the save by clearing the ring with a steel chair. And the stipulation stated that the winners are going to be the number one contenders. But, uh, man, I don't think you, you probably never had opponents as far as the tag team goes that, uh, could match up to Ricky and Robert. And, and doing it in Greensboro with a sold out crowd. It doesn't get much better than that. Does it? No, good old Greensboro, man. They always came through to this day. They're a great wrestling town. I mean, great. Uh, and having, you know, they love the rock and roll express. Good Lord. 
when you were in the ring in Greensboro, you could see all the way down the aisle, which in those days was just a strand of rope. You know, that's all that created the aisle, one on either side of the aisle and run through some steel poles just to support it. And you could look at the back when that door would fly open. Uh, Man, it was like it would just close. The fans would just close in so they could touch those guys. It was. It was like, you know, rock stars coming to the ring. It was something to behold in those shrill female voices screaming for those guys. They were red hot, man. Let's take a listen. Uh, this happened, uh, or this aired on July 19th. So a few days before what we were just discussing, but it's the end of, uh, Arn and Oli versus the rock and rolls here. Let's take a listen. Their faith in him. He won't give up. In all professional sports, it's a gut check time. And right now, by the Rock and Roll Express, it really is. Oh, yes. All right. Gut check. Only drives him into the ropes. He's a smart one. Oh, hard right. Ricky's in a bad corner. Arn's just waiting. Has that tag, only holds Ricky. Here comes double A. Well, you can hear the crowd just with every single blow. They are so far behind Ricky and Robert. Uh, and man, you guys are sweating your ass off here in this match I'm watching. Uh, it, was there one building in particular that was known during the summer to just be a sweatshop of sorts? Well, Spartanburg, believe it or not, was one of those. It was really hot. Yeah. Uh, Dorton Arena, very hot. Um, you know, it's like it was all glass. It was circular, and it's summertime. You know, that sun would just beat through those windows. And I mean, they, they had air conditioning, I think, but it just, it wouldn't accommodate when that heat was beating in. Um, that's a couple of the ones that come to mind. Uh, some of those gyms we would go to is like just a spot show uh, on a random Thursday night or whatever it may be, or Sunday afternoon where some of those, you know, high school gyms were pretty hot. Uh that's the two that kind of stand out to me. We see the crowd really getting behind, uh, Ricky here. And it looks like he's going to tease the big tag and he cut it off again. Tag out only the, did anybody ever do the, the art of the hot tag as well as the rock and rolls did. Let's take a listen. Stretch. He's got him to stretch. 
Butler came over and saved. Robert goes right back. So the match is going to continue here, but I guess what I was trying to get to before I knew exactly what was happening there, the hot tag really became synonymous with what Ricky and Robert did as part of their routine, right? You, you beat up Ricky Morton for an extended period of time. You, uh, cut the ring in half or whatever the, the phrase is to keep him from making the tag. You tease it over and over and over. And when it finally happens, boy, the fans are on fire for Robert Gibson, to clear house and even the odds, right? That was the strategy. And the key was you would start the match and you would just have those guys through teamwork, dominate both of us individually. And you would have one opening and you would cut Ricky off and the next seven or eight minutes, you weren't running a bunch of high spots where Ricky was knocking you on your ass. It was one message and one message only. I'm hurt. I have to get to Robert. And all he would do for the next seven minutes or eight minutes is dig for the tag. Just try to get to the tag. And we would just keep drop toe holding him, hook an ankle, whatever it may be, pick him out of the air, duck underneath something, say you whip him across in a turnbuckle and out of desperation, he jumps up, comes out with a crossbody. Well, you just duck under it. He crash and burn, pick him up by the ankle, drag him back over, start over again. The thing that made it so good with those guys and so possible actually uh, is because they knew Ricky would not quit. There was no quit in him. He wasn't going to give up. He was going to keep digging until he made the tag. And that's what made all things possible. Belief in those baby faces that somehow they were going to overcome. And, uh, you can see here the rock and roll express are going to go ahead and, uh, get the fans behind them. And that's going to be the end of the match, but the referee in this match in particular we haven't spent a lot of time talking about Tommy young. He became such a regular part of Jim Crockett promotions. And, uh, he was really the inspiration for a lot of young referees, guys like Charles Robinson, who grew up watching this programming. Uh, he still considers Tommy young to be one of the greatest referees of all time. In your estimation, where does Tommy young rank as far as all time, great referees? Oh, he was great. Tommy was credible. And was a good friend of mine, you know, for a long time. Um, we just, you know, our paths in life just went different directions, obviously, you know. But uh, there were, you know, there were shows where you would only have one referee. He would do the entire show. And that, you know, that takes that takes some stamina, you know, when you got a two-and-a-half or three-hour show. And, uh you know, of course, it morphed into to getting a second referee, but but I mean, he would go out and do a whole entire card, and you know, he just was animated and did all the things that you needed to do as a referee, and uh, he was great, man. I don't know where he ranks on the all time list, but probably in the top five, I would say. He's got to be up there, and um, the word is, you know, there for a long time, he was best of friends, you know, with the Flair Clan. Megan tells me that. You know, as a, as a young person, Tommy was around the house all the time. Um, there's probably some, uh, some fun traveling and drinking and hanging out and partying stories in there somewhere for the horseman and Tommy young. I'm sure. 
I don't think he uh, ever traveled with anybody unless it was to maybe to drive Rick to the town before I got there. That's possible before, uh, you know, I don't know of them ever traveling together or anything like that. Um, Tommy wasn't much of a go in the hotel bar thing. Yeah. Never remember seeing him there, but you know, I bet there were some times at home in Charlotte, if they did happen to have a day off that, that Tommy might've been laying around the pool. That's possible. Asheville, North Carolina on July 27th, we've got you beating uh, Don Carnoodle on the 28th. You're at Legion stadium in Wilmington, North Carolina. It'll be Ricky and Robert taking on yourself and Ole. On the 29th, you're doing another taping in Rock Hill, South Carolina. You and Ole will get a, a win over Mike Samani and Rocky Carnoodle. Uh, you're also going to have uh, another outing here where Ricky and Robert wrestle yourself and Ole, and it's a DQ. Uh, when you pull down the top rope, causing Gibson to fall over uh, to the, uh, the top rope down to the floor. And after the match, the Andersons would uh, attack Morton and Gibson until, uh, Todd champion, the Italian stallion and other preliminary wrestlers come out to tend to Morton and Gibson. And then believe it or not, triple duty. You're back out there in a dark match, dusty Ricky and Robert taking on Tully Arn, and Ole three times in the same night, bud. That's a lot of wrestling. I bet when they saw us come out of there for the third time, there was a lot of fingers in their throat. Oh. Oh, not again. Good God. Don't you think? I don't know, man. You know, you guys had heat. I mean, it probably just continued to build throughout the night, but I do want to ask what you thought of that as a finish where you pull down the top rope that causes Gibson to fall over onto the floor. And therefore that's the DQ. What do you think about that whole top rope deal? Well, that or throwing someone over the top, I thought was about as good for that time, about as good a DQ as you could have. Because as you remember, there was no pads on the floor. That's right. It was cement. So to throw a guy over the top, which is in those days was a big bump. Now you got to remember the era where, you know, guys weren't doing moonsaults out to the floor. They weren't doing superplexes and, and all that stuff and diving over the top rope. So to throw a guy over the top rope intentionally or in some form, uh, for a DQ, I thought it made sense because, well, you come, let me tell you something on a very real note, you could take a textbook bump over the top. And the way to do that is you hook the top rope, you know, in your, in the crook of your arm between your forearm and your bicep, and you just ride it over and you would land kind of on your heels and on your butt. And then on your back and brother, when you smack that concrete, it was so easy to get a heel bruise. I don't know if you've ever had one, but they're very painful. We should mention, uh, some out of the ring stuff happens, uh, on July 30th, Nicola Roberts, who we know as baby doll is going to marry Michael Smith, who we know as Sam Houston in Lubbock, Texas. Uh, what do you remember the chatter being about these guys tying the knot? Well, I didn't listen to the chatter because I've always professed that stay out of people's personal business, you know, what they do and, and their off time should be up to them as long as it doesn't affect their job, which was the key statement. Um, 
I think that the uh, once the, they got married and they were in different positions, you know, with the company and all that, and things that you know that may happen, you you get a different opinion about something when it's not just happening to the valet, but now the valet is your wife. So I tried to stay away from the personal stuff. It was like, you know, it was one day's news. Those of us that that knew Nicola, which we knew Nicola a lot more than we knew Sam, you know. Uh, but, you know, we were happy for them. If they were happy, it was cool with me. It, it was tough in those days, though, to be, you know, if she would have still been with Tully, still been a heel, been hard to marry a baby face that were out the, out back breaking his arm. You know, thank God it didn't happen during that era. Uh, so there was, there was really no kayfabe involved. It was just, it was what it was. And people that knew they were married, there was no social media back then. People that knew, knew, and those that didn't, didn't. Uh, on July 30th, you're working, probably sweating your ass off in the Dorton arena. Uh, it's going to be uh, Tully, yourself, and Oli taking on Magnum, Ricky, and Robert. So we had seen a few times where Dusty would insert himself into that Rock and Roll Express opportunity, but now Magnum's here. Was that a different match when Magnum was in there as opposed to Dusty? Uh, I would say it was more competitive. You weren't, We weren't obligated to make the biggest star in the company, which Dusty was, no doubt. We weren't as obligated to make him look like John Wayne with Magnum. You could have a different pace match with Magnum still shine Magnum up, but you know, it could be more of a back and forth fight competitive fight with him and the rock and roll. That, that would be the only difference, but you know, we knew our job going in and it was to make superstars out of those guys. They were the ones selling the tickets. And, uh, we had to make the audience glad that they did. That was our job. There's so many big great American bass shows, you know, it's a, it's a 13 city tour. Um, the lion's share of those are, are in the month of July. The last one happens August 2nd in Atlanta. We're going to talk about that one next week here on the show. When we talk about August of 96, but I still think the biggest is probably that July 5th show. In Charlotte, 23,000 fans there, uh, Ricky Morton versus Ric Flair in a steel cage match for the world title in your mind. When you think of the 86 bash, was that the biggest one or did you prefer another one personally? No, it was, it was off the hook. You know, there were so many good things about that. I mean, it was where we all lived. It was our home base. Uh, the fact that you got to go perform on that size show and go home and sleep in your bed that night. People may look at that as not being a big deal, but when you're on the road 300 plus days and you get a night like that, 23,000, you know, you're going to make a nice payday. You know, you had the excitement and the, the rush of just being involved in that. Uh, and get to sleep in your own bed. It's, it's a, it's a great combination. And it, you you'll never forget that one. That's for sure. Let's run through the card. Uh, one more time. That's July 5th, 1986 Memorial stadium. As you have probably seen the clips flare arrived by helicopter, but that's the main event to get us started. It's Danny Brown going to a draw with Steve Regal, Robert Gibson, taking on black Bart, 
the Minnesota wrecking crew taking on Sam Houston and Nelson Royal Manny Fernandez in there with Baron Von Raschke in a bunkhouse match Wahoo and Jimmy Garvin in an Indian strap match, Ron Garvin and Tully Blanchard in a tape fist match. The road warriors taking on the Russians of Ivan and Akita in a Russian chain match, a hair versus hair match with Jimmy Valiant and Shaska Watley, a steel cage match with dusty Magnum and baby doll taking on the midnight express and Jim Cornette. And then in the main event, another cage match this time for the world heavyweight title, Ric Flair versus Ricky Morton. Uh, interestingly enough, we actually did a watch along with this Tony Schiavone and I did earlier this year with great friend of the show, Mr. David Crockett. So if you'd like to see that show start to finish and have uh, Crockett and Shivani give you some alternate commentary, 35 years after the fact, check it out. Just look for what happened when, and we did that this past July, but man, what a special time for Jim Crockett promotions and the individuals who made it up. You know, you're, you're having career highs all across the place. And we'll keep the story going and we'll finish up the great American bash tour. When we land in Atlanta, August 2nd, 1986, we'll do that next week. But this was fun today. Arn. thanks for taking the time to, uh, talk about the good old days with us today. No, thank you. Uh, you know, and I, I continue to see people and fans at, at some of these comic-con signings and stuff. And, uh, you know, around my, you know, AEW, you know, different places at the arenas and stuff. And I keep hearing the same thing. Man, I'm really enjoying the new format. So thank you for uh, for trusting our our thoughts about it and going with it. And I think it's by and large everyone's enjoying, you know, the behind the scenes stuff and the stories and all that stuff a lot more than what we're doing. So you get the credit, my friend. I'm just enjoying the ride. Well, I don't know about all that. We couldn't do it without you, literally. But we are going to pick up where we left off. We're going to talk about August of 1996 next week, 1986, easy for me to say. Uh, and then we're going to keep it going. Uh, and I think we'll almost finish the year, uh, with 1986. We're going to finish with November on, uh, on, on Christmas day, we're going to bring you November, 1986, which of course is going to include Starcade 1986, uh, along the way. This has been fun, man. Revisiting the good old days. Yeah, it was. Like I said, it was uh, the time of my life that I, I feel like I became a uh, businessman, a uh, veteran, a provider. We bought our first home in 86. Wow. You know, uh, and don't forget that 300 GX that we got <laughs> from Mama. It was just one of those things that you hope the business could be the business was what it should be. You go out, you bust your ass, you do all the right things you get over and you contribute and you reap the rewards. And it, and it was the American dream for most of us. It was a great time in the business and it was the part of the golden years. I, I truly believe that 85 to 89 were the golden years of the business. You know, different guys handle their career different ways in terms of you know, how they choose to commemorate or, or relive and remember things. Did you keep up with any of the old stuff? Like, do you have any old artifacts, any collectibles from 1986? Maybe it was something that was mass produced and sold by Jim Crockett promotions. Maybe it's a program or a ticket trunks or boots or jackets. Do you have anything to commemorate 1986 that you hung on to all these years? I wish I did. 
I really, I don't know why I didn't keep anything. I was just, you know, of the opinion that this, this was going to go on forever. Right. And surely as hot as it was right now, just getting started, we're going to have a long run. Uh, I'm sure there's some stuff around. I don't know what it would be, but, but that's interesting. I'll, I'll start looking around, see if I find anything. Well, we appreciate the time, most of all, to go back and let us sort of ride shotgun as you've got all these great memories and all this great history that we all grew up in and, and just love and look back at and to, to have you sort of narrate your days of your lives here with us. It's just been a real treat. And you get all these shows early and ad-free over at adfreeshows.com. We're going to have some clips up on the social uh, at the Arn Show of the good old days. And don't forget to check Arn out every Wednesday and sometimes on Friday. Uh, if AW's in town, Arn Anderson probably is too. You can catch it on TNT on Wednesday night on Dynamite and, of course, Friday night for Rampage. And we hope you guys had a great Thanksgiving. Holiday season is here. We're in full swing. Does the missus have the tree up yet, or you still got to put that together this weekend, Arn? No, no. She won't. It's better to leave the house and stay gone when she's putting up the tree. She don't want any help. She does it on her own. She takes her own time about it. Best thing to do is beat it. Get out of the area code while she's decorating for Christmas. See, you never even told me that pro tip, but I've been doing that for years. I make myself scarce and everybody's better for it. So uh, take it Smart from man. Get out of town. Great, great minds think alike. Well, I don't know about all that, but we got that in common for sure, bud. And I can't wait to have more in common with you next week. Cause we're going to love talking about August of 1986, uh, right here on Orn. See you next week. I hate Steven Singer with all the shipping delays and fulfillment issues expected for holidays. Christmas shopping has come earlier than ever. Luckily, Steven is giving every other jeweler out there another reason to hate him. Steven Singer jewelers has the number one gift this holiday diamond stud earrings. And Steven is fully stocked with the most beautiful best value, real diamond studs anywhere. Choose a great pair of Anita diamond stud earrings for under $270. Sound familiar? Well, that's because it's the same price last year. He's not jacking up prices like everyone else. Just the perfect price every single day. No sales, no discounts, no BS. Steven's real diamond studs are flawless to the eye, near colorless, and come with his famous full value lifetime trade-in guarantee. You can trade up your diamond studs anytime and receive exactly what you paid towards a new pair. And with an unbeatable full 100 day, 100% money back guarantee, making it no risk for shopping early for holiday. Go now to IHateStevenSinger.com, always with fast and free shipping. Steven Singer Jewelers, one place, one price. That's IHateStevenSinger.com. John brings his skewed sense of humor. Jeff brings tips to cut strokes off your next round. Together, it's those weekend golf guys. They'll pay a lot of money to PXG and Titleist and Callaway and on and on and on. Right? How many yards do you think you're going to pick up with that extra? I think I can get an extra 5 to 10. What if I give you 15 to 20? <laughs> you pay me more. Jeff Smith right? teaches on the sliding scale. <laughs> those weekend golf guys, the podcast, part of the Believe Network. Just search B-L-E-A-V on YouTube or wherever you listen.